everybody this is taz hello hello and thank you thank you for the support meaning that you downloaded this episode of the taz show i appreciate it uh thanks for downloading that you're either doing that at radio.com on the app or on the radio.com website uh or you're doing it on apple podcast which i very much appreciate uh, the love and support as always so thank you We've got a little raw pre-talk in this uh, mid-November on the cusp of Survivor Series, uh, gimmick, Fernum, Burnham, Schneebitz, Schneebitz, Schneebitz. Yes, uh, so old school Taz Show fans know exactly what that means, and everybody else doesn't. And I'm not even sure if the old school Taz Show fans even know what that means. They think they know, but they don't, because I don't know at times, to be honest. But it's something that was said a lot on the old school episodes. But anyway, thanks, everybody, for joining. I hope everybody's doing good. As we rock and roll and get ready for Thanksgiving before we know it, it'll be here. And then the holidays, everybody's running amok, running around like a bunch of fucking jabronis. But otherwise, uh, and I'll be one of those jabronis too, running around, buying shit, buying food and buying uh, ginger ale and fucking turkey and then buying gifts for the holidays, spending a lot of money. And uh, I'm a broken down old wrestler that does radio now. I'm, I'm not I'm not very wealthy, so I buy real shitty gifts for my family. That's my gimmick. So uh, times are tough, I say. I got to save money for expensive cigars. That's my gimmick. So anyway, uh, back on track here. So we're going to do a little raw pre-talk. Um, so they got, they're got they getting ready. It should be good. It's, it looks like a good raw because they're getting ready for, obviously, Survivor Series, right, which is uh, Sunday, November 18th, next Sunday. Um, without giving too much away on this, keep an eye on your boy here, me, Taz, on my content and on my social media platforms, Taz Talk on Instagram or at official Taz at one Z on Twitter or the Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash the Taz show. There might be an announcement, uh, about some, something special in quotations how about that we'll leave it at that that's not official but that's just a little teaseroni as they call it teaseroni 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 teaser you get it uh yeah so anyway so this raw that they're gonna do here should be actually pretty good um to be honest with you because they got a lot of uh important components important people talent uh stars that will be at the event and uh one right right out of the box is stephanie mcmahon she she will be back she will be on um Monday Night Raw, so this should be pretty pretty big. You know, she's a star. Obviously, she's Stephanie, right? So you know, she's 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 the boss. She's the boss. So uh, whenever she's on the air, she does a great job, and she something's going to happen when Stephanie's there, right? So, and you know, obviously, the whole thing with her brother Shane, you know, winning the gimmick uh, in Saudi Arabia, him being on the uh, five on five men's team. You know, which I'll get into that a little bit here for Survivor Series. I'm not really doing a preview of Survivor Series. I'll do that on Friday, uh, but uh, for Friday's podcast, I should say. But back to Raw, so um, it should be good because uh, you know I'm sure they'll they'll dip into some of the heat there uh, with Stephanie uh, and her brother and stuff like that, uh, as far as Team Blue, Team Red, and all that good stuff. So as you know, Stephanie's with Team Red with with uh, with Raw. Um, 
So that's what I'm saying. So that, that'll that lead to uh, probably, I'm sure she's going to kick off. I would assume she kicks off Raw. Uh, and another big star that'll be there is the Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, the new Universal Champ. He will be on Raw. Um, I would not start the show off with Stephanie. I think they're going to start with Stephanie. <laughs> I would start it off with Brock. I would start off with Brock's music, have Brock hit the ring. And... um. You know, because he's getting ready to do his uh, to do his business and wrestle, you know, at the Survivor Series against the WWE Champion, which is AJ Styles. So, which is basically, you know, we saw this last year. If memory serves me, I believe last year's Survivor Series was Universal Champ Brock Lesnar. He wrestled uh, AJ Styles, who was WWE Champ. I, I think that happened. I'm pretty sure it happened. Yep, 2017. Yep, that pretty much was last year's match. So they're doing it again over here, you know what I mean, for for this year's uh, Survivor Series. So, um, you know, so I'm sure they'll do something uh, where there's a promo or something cut there with, with Brock uh, alluding to or getting into some shit with Paul Heyman utilizing Paul, something with SmackDown's AJ Styles, SmackDown WWE Champion, you know, AJ Styles. It uh, doesn't matter. When Brock's there, some shit goes down, you know, it's, they, again, just like Stephanie, there's star power there. So this is the go home. They're doing the go home raw for go home of Survivor Series. So it'll be big, and um, um, some other stuff. The the uh, Alexa Bliss, right? So they're gonna have her uh, basically say who her because she's kind of uh, well, she's not kind of she's she's the captain of the Raw Survivor Series team. So which it should be interesting to see, you know, who who uh, Alexa Bliss uh, names because she's had her. Heat with the baby faces, uh, the baby face female star power on Raw, meaning you know Natalia or Bailey and Banks, and uh, her. You know, will, will that be someone that that's on her team? Uh, I'm going to give you my opinion. What I think they'll do in a minute, or will she go more with the newer, younger talent, the heels of the Riot Squad? And then you got to wonder where is you know the former, her former running mate, her former you know uh, uh, bestie as the girls call it, uh, Nia Jax, where she'll fall into here. Um, you know who knows, right? So it should be it, it should be good because I'm a fan of Alexa. I think a lot of you guys are probably fans of Alexa Bliss. She's great at what she does. They already got basically four of the five ladies on the SmackDown side already named. So as far as the for the traditional five on five, um, and if you missed that, that's Carmella, Oscar. Naomi and uh, Sonya Deville Now they had where Stephanie I'm sorry Stephanie, uh, Charlotte uh, Flair, they played her music on Smackdown So you guys know, but she didn't come out And so we'll see what happens With Charlotte, what they're doing with that um, Which is interesting because You would think that would be the fit on that uh, With that, with the other ladies, with Oscar, With Naomi, with um, Sonya Deville And Carmella for the Smackdown Side, but um, So it seems like they're shooting some kind of angle Some sort of angle of business, unless I miss something with Charlotte Flair, unless I checked, um, um, you know, during Sunday, uh, Charlotte tweeted about, you know, it was the last night of the tour. She was in Glasgow, so she's on that 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 uh, that tour over there. So, you know, so uh, they 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 got to figure something out with her on this thing. I'm sure it's already figured out because Charlotte needs to be part of it, no matter what people. If you got heat with her character, or if you like her character, I like her character. I love her work. I've always liked her work, and I respect her. So. Um, I think she's another big star. So <laughs> somehow have her in, involved to some way. Um, but it will be interesting uh, to see, uh, you know, what they do with this. And and, and on on Raw, you know, we're going to get more information on that, you know, from uh, from Little Miss Bliss. So we'll see. 
uh, it should be interesting. I would go the route though of with the riot squad. You know, I, I like those girls, you know, I do. I, I just think that that heel feel um of them, they're very talented. Um, they're fresh, they're new, they're young, you know what I mean? Uh, um, and they bring mayhem, you know, they do, they're just they're wild and it's just they're different. They feel young and exuberant, you know. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't do something with Bailey and Natalia and Sasha. I mean, maybe it'll do a mix or something. We'll see. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to predict. You know what I mean? It really is. Um, it, I, I would go with more with the heels, but if they're going to do five on five, like I said, maybe they'll go with a mix. Maybe they'll go with a mix of, you know, maybe it's maybe it's two members of the Riot Squad, you know, uh, um, and then maybe they'll put Sasha and Natalia. I'm sure Natalia will be one of them. Or maybe Bailey, Bailey and Natalia. No, no, we'll see. Uh, it, it leads for something pretty cool to see, though. Because, like I said, that's that's what they're promoting. That that you know, Alexa Bliss is gonna, you know, uh, bust it out and see who is going to be on her team. Um, I will say, I mean, you know, I'm not doing like a SmackDown thing here right now, but on SmackDown, when Mandy Rose came out and kind of went off on all the uh, <laughs> on uh, Carmella. Sonya Deville and Naomi and Oscar in the ring. I thought that was pretty good. She came out, but it wasn't Charlotte, like I said earlier, on SmackDown. I thought that was kind of interesting. So we'll see. They got they got a lot of components. They got a lot of star power right now on the female side for sure. They can do a lot of stuff. Um, you know, and it it's they, they got a lot of options on, on on the female end, on the women's end. Um, because they've done a good job building star power in the bulk of the ladies. Um I will say a couple of things I want to point out. Like I noticed um I mentioned the women's five on five traditional, right, for SmackDown that they named four of the girls. And like I said, it was Oscar, Naomi, Sonya Deville, and uh, Carmella. And they have Oscar in the forefront of the photo. Um, now, you old school Taz Show fans, you know, this is a big thing to me what they do with photos and where, when they Photoshop and where they place the talent. Um, and I like that finally they put Oscar in the front. You know, I thought that was that was cool. I thought that was good. Um, she's and it. You really got to pay attention to look at it, to see it. Uh, and then on the flip side, what I don't like, if you're not getting to this now here, on the men's five on five traditional Survivor Series, okay, on that graphic. Um, now we'll just discuss because the the raw side's not completed yet. So we'll just real quick, just talking about the graphics. I want to actually do this later on, but I'm doing it now. So whatever, fuck it. Um, so that side is completed. The five on five traditional side. That that's Rey Mysterio, that's Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Samoa Joe. Um, they have Rey Mysterio in the front, and they have all the way in the back, and they didn't make him as tall as the other guys. They put Samoa Joe. <laughs> I gotta tell you, not happy about that. Not just because Joe's my man, but he's fucking, he's a stud. I mean, like, what are we doing? Like, really? I, and I love Ray. I love, I love, I, look, I know all these guys except for Daniel Bryan. I know Shane very well. I know Miz very well. I know Ray very well. I know Joe very well. And I respect all these guys. I don't know Daniel Bryan. Never met Daniel Bryan. But, you know, and I love Ray Ray. Trust me. But, I mean, I know he just came back and he's a massive star. I got it. Um, you got to move Joe up. He's got to be up, and and these are important. What they do with these photos is very, very important because they don't the, the, the graphics and marketing team they don't just do what they want to do. This is controlled and managed and discussed from Vince to Stephanie to Triple H, and this this is all important. The positioning in photos and graphics um, is very, very important, and 
it is done by management uh, as far as what they want where. And it's an email, and we want this here. Boom, boom, boom. Um, so that's coming from well, the creative team might make a suggestion, the writers, and then it, it, it always falls to Vince and or Steph and or Hunter. Now, obviously, Hunter, Triple H, he's dealing with the uh, recovering of his torn pec, which he had successful surgery on. So, so uh, wish him well. Hope he gets well soon. That's 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 a long grind, and you know, um, you know. So hopefully things work out for him. I'm sure it will. He's 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 a, 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 an elite athlete, and he's always in great shape, even at his age now. And he's he's got a, a plethora of resources and money and knowledge. Smart guy, uh, like I said, very athletic uh, as far as an athlete. So he'll recover well. It's just going to take some time. It sucks. You know what I thought about real quick? Not to just to get off, just to get off raw pre talk for a second. With Triple H, like, I feel bad for him. Like, you know, <laughs> and at times I've been hard on here. I've critiqued some stuff with him, but a lot of times I put him over too and, and know him, you know, for a long time. Uh, but this is what I feel bad about. Not just that he got the injury. I mean, you know, when you get in the ring, you're going to get hurt. Shit happens. It sucks. It's just the way it goes. He knows that. I know that. Most of you guys know that. I feel bad that he's, you know, his for his kids and his wife, you know, him and Steph and their kids. It's like, like I said, at the top of this podcast, we're on the cusp of the holidays here, and it's like you know Thanksgiving and you know Christmas time. You're running around with a fucking you're all slinged up and your pec is ripped up. Your arm is you know taped up to your body because you can't. When your arm hangs, when you have like a bicep tear or a shoulder tear or anything near that bicep tendon into your pectoral area where you tear a pec, that arm, if you're it's your right pec or your right bicep or right shot, when it hangs, just like normally. And when we move around our arms as humans, <laughs> it hurts like a son of a bitch. So I'm pretty sure he's probably got some kind of a contraption, like a sling of sorts to keep his arm, even though he didn't injure his arm, to keep his arm close to his body. So he's a one-armed man right now, you know, with, with, a, with a, a fucked up pec that's recovering from surgery, which is a heavy tendon he ripped. And it's the holidays. And he's got kids. And it's like, yeah, it just sucks. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's just I've been hurting ho- during the holidays. It's never fun to be hurt. But during the holidays, it really sucks. That's it. I like the holidays. I want to tell you. Catch me tomorrow. I might bury the fucking holidays. I mean, it depends on my mood. I have all these biorhythm issues, as many people know. But that's how I roll, and that's the shit that I do. And if you don't like it, I really don't care. So anyway, so back to the photo and the graphic with the traditional uh, uh, Survivor Series elimination match for the men, the 5-on-5 Jones on the SmackDown side. Having Joe behind Miz, behind Daniel Bryan, is I don't think that's a good move. My order, I would have put towards the back back, in the back, I would have put Daniel Bryan, I would have put Miz, I would have put Joe. If you this is if you need to put Ray first, which I understand that. And I would have put Shane and Joe next to each other with Ray in front, and Shane and Joe would have been the same height. The tallest out of everyone right now on this graphic is Shane McMahon. Okay. So I know it sounds nuts. But this stuff's important. Braun Strowman, who's a fucking giant, he's shorter than Rey Mysterio in the graphic. <laughs> now you're thinking, Taz, you are a fucking nitpicker. Holy shit, you are really nitpicking like crazy. Yeah. I told you why. This is important. This is coming from the front office. This shit's important. So you shouldn't have Braun Strowman shorter than Shane. You shouldn't have Braun Strowman shorter than Ray. <laughs> the tallest is Shane. 
the next tallest is Ray. Uh, so, again, Joe needs to be towards the front of this fucking thing a little bit. It's just, it's just, I had to say it. Which is because it's driving me a little nuts. I got to be honest, because I don't agree with it. So, <laughs> but anyway, I think you could tell uh, by now. Um, and again, now back to uh, talking about the actual Survivor Series. Well, actually, uh, before I do that, uh, because I was going to get to the five on five men's side for the uh, for the Raw side. Um, let me get into a little uh, little business, as they call it. So let me uh, tell you about uh, well. You know, my friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, you know, the Taz Show is supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, and they are introducing their all-new Rate Shield approval. That's right, their all-new Rate Shield approval. You know, I've talked about this a lot because I believe in it, and you guys believe in it. They support me. I support them. We all support each other. Rocket Mortgage is the, the best. So if you're in the market to buy a home, Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. So to get started, which is a big deal, by the way, to get started, simply go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. That's a rocket mortgage by Quicken Loans rate shield approval. <laughs> Excuse me. So there you have it on that. Um, all right, so listen, I'm going to go to break here. Other side of break, what I'll do is I will get into continue. Uh, well, I didn't continue. Just get into flowing into talking about the men's five on five traditional Survivor Series on the Raw side because we're going to get more information on Raw before the Survivor Series. So sit tight, Tash Show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Taz Show Yes, we're doing a little Raw pre-talk city So we're going to get into this a little bit more And talk about what they got cooking This is a little Raw pre-talk So what they got cooking for tomorrow night So I uh, kind of a little teaser for you uh, Before the break And uh, I was going to talk a little bit about The Raw side of what we got going on With this uh, traditional 5-on-5 deal So, alright So for Survivor Series So the thing is this, right So uh, as we know what they did, what they got going on on the Raw side now is they got Braun Strowman, they got Drew McIntyre, and they got Dolph Ziggler, and there's two spots open on the Raw side. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, before we went to break, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, Daniel Bryan uh, is on the SmackDown side, um, Miz, and the Samoa Joe. That's the five men that are named for the men's side. Uh, but on the Raw, we only have three. So McIntyre, Ziggler, and Braun. Now, the Braun thing... It was kind of a, a interesting, cool little twist they did uh, because uh, Baron Corbin, you know, Baron Corbin basically is the guy who cost uh, Braun the match uh, against uh, Brock. So a lot of B's involved here. You know, Baron, Brock, Braun, Baron, Brock, Brock Braun, Baron, Brock, Braun, Brock, Brock, fucking Jesus. So anyways, um, Baron Corbin uh, right now is basically he's trying to, uh, you know, avoid the monster among men, Braun Strowman, and that's another little tease they got going on for Raw. You know, can basically Baron uh, escape or avoid 
um, Bron because Bron wants to fucking kick the shit out of him. So, uh, and you can't blame Bron, right, in character. So the thing is, the acting raw general manager, um, he's trying to avoid him, and we'll see what they do. I, I do think that you got to keep somehow some separation between Bron and Baron to keep that kind of heat on Baron Corbin. I think that's important. And I think Baron does a pretty good job in the spot they have, and I'm happy for him. He's a good dude, and, and he's talented. Um, but anyway, so what are they going to do, right? What are they going to do? What are they going to do on the side here? What what? Who are the other two guys going to be, right? That's the question, right? Now, okay, from a creative thing, just to not to be fucking confusing here, but now it's not me confusing you. It's the WWE confusing you, okay, when I say confusing. You got Baron Corbin, and – the sell job for Raw is how the fuck is he going to escape Braun? Because Braun's trying to destroy him. We saw Braun last week going backstage to production people looking for he's looking for Baron. He wants to destroy Baron. But how shouldn't Braun want to beat the shit out of Brock? Right? If you think about it, <laughs> I understand Baron calling the man, but still, you, you, that's the. I mean, I'm just saying that to me is important. But whatever. I, I, let's not let the facts get in the way of a good story here, I guess, right? If you're WWE, uh, regardless, who will the other two guys be? I got to tell you, I, I think there's a chance that, and I, look, this is, again, this is, this is the problem with me. Because I, I, I do a shitload of content, as you guys know, for a lot of years here. And 99.9% of times, I don't get information from anybody in WWE. I don't have fucking stooges. I don't have people telling me shit. I go by my gut instinct and what I feel from working there and working in the business for as many years in different positions that I have. So, and again, I'm sorry to bore people that used to my content for newer people listening. That's that's my MO. That's my gimmick, right? Well, it's a shoot. That's why it's my gimmick. My point in telling you all that and setting a table for you with that is that, I look, I'm not sure if they're going to do what I'm about to say, but, and, and there could have been some other angle or something else that maybe I missed because I saw 87.332% of raw. I didn't watch all hundred percent of it. Um, last week's raw. So they could just go because Braun is such an enraged monster in character. I hate to even say this because they're probably not going to do this, but I, again, like I said, maybe I missed something. Please don't, 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 uh, just apart my ignorance. Maybe they go five on three because Braun's in this bitch. Braun's in this thing, right? Maybe maybe they go that route. Maybe they go that route. I don't know. Um, will they? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just I just think that's something that that would. I mean, I'm, that could be potentially interesting. Um, you know, it, it could be. Uh, but I, I, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking they're not going to do it. Um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I, I, a lot of times I, guess I go by my gut and what I first think when I first see something that they're something that they're doing. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's a good move to do that because they have so much talent on there, and they got a they got a pretty good SmackDown lineup of an interesting group of talent uh, between Joe and Ray and Shane and Miz and and and, uh, and DB. So, you know, it, it should be interesting what they do here. Um, I, you know, it, it would be an interesting twist if Baron Corbin's in it himself, and then you got one of those slot. I mean, well, it could be Kurt Angle, because of what we've seen. You know, with Drew McIntyre, you know, with the with the gimmick lock on on Kurt, and uh, they could go that route too. 
can make for an interesting team. You got some star power, obviously big time, you know, Hall of Famer and Kurt and all that. You can go that route too. I mean, and they could, any other loose ends on that, why you might say, well, I can't do that because of this. Eh, they could tighten that up. That could be a pretty interesting group going against those five men on SmackDown. If you got McIntyre, you got Ziggler, you got uh, Braun, you got Baron, and you got Kurt. That could be pretty interesting, you know, because you got that veteran presence of Kurt on the Raw side, if you do that, and that veteran presence of Rey Mysterio on the uh, SmackDown side, you know what I mean? And then you got the authority figures and ask of Baron Corbin acting as in Stephanie's role. Uh, and you got Shane McMahon on the SmackDown side. Uh, you know, you could match some power with Braun and maybe Joe uh, in this thing here. You could do that. But, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can go. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't know. At least for interest. I, like I said, I think this Raw is going to be actually pretty good. I'm looking forward to checking it out. Um, it's it's important, though, for them to, to uh, you know, have a, uh, a good group on the men's side uh, because – you know, what they did last year, you know, on, on the 505 traditional deal, you know, having you have Triple H in there, you had Kurt Angle in there, you had, you know, you had, you had, uh, you had Braun obviously in there, you know, I mean, so it's a lot of the same players in there. I think it was that uh, Nakamura, I think, was in there, if I remember correctly, because it was Bobby Roode. I'm trying to remember all the guys. Cena was in it, right? Uh, was it Orton? Yeah, whatever. I'm just spitting names, but I'm pretty sure these are the guys that were in it. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, Joe was in it on the Raw side. Yeah, that that time he was on Raw. So you know you, you had a lot of star power in the thing, but um, you know I think it's important for that for that Raw side to be you know consistent because they had star power there. So maybe they go with Kurt again. I don't know. Maybe because they did last year, they won't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not giving you predictions. I'm just doing a little Raw pre-talk. So don't you know just get off my ass. Okay, how about that? So <laughs> so, but it it uh, it should be cool. It definitely should be cool. The Braun th- again, back to the Braun and and uh, and Corbin thing. Um, I would do my best, especially let's say somehow, some way, Baron's in the match. I you don't want to create anything like that where you know where you know Braun Strowman gets his hands. You know he's going to get those hands. You know that gimmick gets his hands on Baron Corbin. I think that that just I just I think that could really hurt Baron's heat right now. Uh, to some degree, I definitely think it could. So you know, it should be good. Uh, it, 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 like I said, and I think the raw will be good. This this raw. Uh, what else am I missing? I'm trying to think of anything else I'm missing on this as far as what they're looking to. Excuse me, looking to do on raw um, because they didn't really tease too much stuff. But I do think the Stephanie McMahon uh, being back, and I think that the Braun Strowman being back um, for this particular raw should be big, 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 big. And the other big, big thing is, like I said earlier about Bliss, um, you know, basically revealing who her Survivor Series, Survivor Series squad will be. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it looks like a good Raw. So I, that's why I felt like let me do a let me do a Raw pre talk because it could be uh, it could be a good feel for the whole thing here. And it's interesting to see again. Uh, this doesn't do it Raw, but on the SmackDown side, what they are doing with Charlotte, like I talked about earlier in the, in the first half of this particular podcast, it, that should be very interesting what they're doing there uh, with her. So with, with Charlotte, because she didn't come out as that fourth member with the other ladies on SmackDown. So that, that was interesting. Um, like I said, I feel like they're heavy, the WWE as a whole, with Raw SmackDown together, they're heavy on the, and, and this is not a knock. This is just just my analogy. They're heavy on the female side, 
as far as push right now and as far as what's important in the company uh, for us, the audience, uh, what they've been training us to like. Let's keep that in mind what I just said. They train us. They train us what to like. They tell us what to like uh, by what they put in front of us and what they push. So they've done that on the female side. You know, like right now, for example, like uh, a young talent, like a, like um, like a Liv Morgan uh, from the Riot Squad. Riot Squad. If she's there on that Riot uh, Riot Squad and put in by Alexa Bliss on the Raw side on on the Survivor Series, nobody's gonna bitch about it because they pushed her enough. They've pushed Ruby Riot enough. They pushed these girls enough, which is good. Again, not bitching. I'm, it's good, but the, that's why I said it's very important on the male side for them on that Raw team. To put the right two guys, if any, which that's why my original thing is probably wrong. That it won't be either no men. It'll be just the three guys: McIntyre, Zig, and Braun. So who do you put with Zig, McIntyre, and Braun? You know, so uh, you got to make sure you have some star power there because right now I don't think they have. This is not horrible. What I'm about to say, but I don't think they have great balance uh, between the women's push and the men's push. Right now, it's more towards the women. Which is okay. That's good because, yo, guys, for years upon years, the women were nowhere near pushed as much as the men. And if they were pushed, they weren't pushed right um, during, uh, you know, during a lot of for a lot of years, I should say. So, the past couple of years, we're starting to definitely see uh, the the women's revolution, and it works. It works well, and female fans are responding to it in awesome groves and power and how awesome it is and male fans love the female talent for the right reasons for that for their the way they perform as uh, uh, as someone who's acting in a ring uh, and for their athleticism as wrestlers and for what they do we're back not too long back several years back you know the the, the guys were digging the chicks because it was eye candy because the way the girls looked and that's how they were portrayed and i just you know i've talked about this a lot in the past and a lot of people have talked about this for good reason it's nice that that's kind of like a thing of the past now um, that these ladies are looked at for the true athletes they are and the star power that they have. So, you know, I think that if you if you know having a Ruby Riot and, and a Sarah Logan and a Liv Morgan, the Riot Squad on that side would be a good thing uh, for Alexa Bliss's team um, because that star power is there with them and all that. So I, I, I you know. I'd like to see that and just see that I like the younger, newer talent getting pushed more. Uh, I just feel that's very important. And so, like, I like the fact that, um, you know, uh, just to get back real quick on the Survivor Series thing here, like on the SmackDown side that Sonya Deville's in there and that they gave Mandy Rose a promo segment to come out and say, well, what about me? You know, that's my friend. What, what are you doing? You know, and I kind of think it's interesting, you know, that she was picked and uh, by Paige, by you, Paige, and not me, you know, that type thing. And, and I'm a huge fan of Sonya Deville. So, and, and Mandy, but I like Sonya definitely. I think she's a little more crisp, a polished talent than Mandy, but regardless that's a newer younger talent they're not brand spanking new but they're pros you know it's just good it's just part of the evolution of the business and it works you know so so anyway so that's the long and short of it that's the the long and short of the raw pre-talk this was just a quick little gimmick schnabitz pod for you guys just to chew on before you check out raw so that's what we call it, raw pre-talk kids uh it's not a gimmicky name well, let's be honest. It is a gimmicky name. Everything I do is a fucking gimmicky name because I'm a walking gimmick. That's my gimmick. I'm all gimmick. Uh, anyway, well, that's the end of this gimmick. All right, so I'm uh, 
I'm Taz, you're not. I appreciate you downloading this episode. Thanks for subscribing to the show. And if you didn't subscribe already, what the frig are you doing? Why are you not subscribing to this fucking content? Wake up. All right, look, guys, I love you. You know that. Share the show to your friends. Spread it. I need to get bigger for 2019. All right, I'm Taz, you're not. Adios. I'm back at home and never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing Trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Chesterbrook Academy Preschool, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend a Chesterbrook Academy open house on Saturday, January 25th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit chesterbrookacademy.com. That's chesterbrookacademy.com.